You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Gina and Ryan, and they've recently returned from a magical Disney trip. They're going to share it with us in just a second. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 699, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. You can text me for a free quote at 636-395-0544. Well, hello, Gina and Ryan. Hi. (laughs) And they went on their Disney trip in January and they're go-getters because they messaged me in December while I was at Disney World and said, I think I do want to go to Disney. I think originally you had sent me something in either late October or beginning of November and said, hey, we might be considering this. And then I didn't hear from you. So I was like, well, they must've changed their mind. I think I even said it right after we left the last one in May. Oh yeah. So that's that's the best way to get over the Disney blues. You just start planning the next one. Disney again. Mm-hmm. There you go. So originally you guys were gonna go down on, or get there on a Sunday. And then you found out that Magic Kingdom was gonna be open till 11. And you guys decided to arrive on Saturday, but Mother Nature played a dirty trick on you. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> California Grill is one of our favorite places. So when we went in May, I didn't get to get a reservation. And when I finally got it for this trip, we kind of made the decision that because it was at 5.50, if we still got there that Sunday, we would have to leave super early in the morning and hope that nothing went wrong. And that the hotel was ready in time to not only get ready, but get to the contemporary on time. And it just was too much of a hassle. And yeah, I was still calling for snow that weekend and it snowed the night before we left. So we were just like, let's just go ahead and just pay for another night, get there early. That way we don't have to worry about the not getting our room or not making it to dinner on time. Fortunately, fortunately, you guys were able to get in the Grand Casino Tower. Unfortunately, when you decided to go a day early, we couldn't get you in there. So you guys just stayed in the regular Coronado Springs rooms. Were those, had they refurbed those? Did you guys have wood floors in yours? Or the fake wood floors? Yeah, it was wood, we're pretty sure. We stayed at the Casitas, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, not the towers, but like the Casitas building yeah. in the Coronado Springs. And it was like, nice. Yeah, even then, I mean, even if we weren't in the tower, I would still stay in those rooms again. Yeah, we really liked that. Yeah, I like, I mean, even when we got there, I was like, man, I wish we had a couple more nights in this one, because that was nice, and then, I mean, the tower was really nice, too. How'd you like the lobby? Kind of grand. It was pretty. impressive. Yeah. We walked in, and I was like, wow. I think I said something about it when we, when we mm-hmm. actually got in the building, where I like, kind of just stopped and stared for a sec, because mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting it at all. I know, because it's a moderate. Yeah. Kaylee and I left Epcot one night because we were exhausted, took the Skyliner to the Riviera and we wanted to take an Uber, but you have to find the lobby. And so we were looking for something. I mean, after seeing the Grand Casino Tower, we were looking for something like that. And it kind of like was a Holiday Inn looking lobby. 
and it is a deluxe resort. So we were kind of, I mean, a DVC resort actually. And we were kind of shocked because when we saw that um, the first Christmas that it was open, we stayed at Coronado Springs. We weren't in the tower, unfortunately, but everybody checks in at that front desk and it's pretty amazing. With the hallways and everything being inside, something I don't like about the other resorts is just having to walk outside to like go get ice or being exposed to the elements right away as soon as you open the door. So on Saturday, you guys ended up getting there and you didn't have tons of time, but you were able to go to Magic Kingdom, which is what you were hoping to do anyway. And you were only there like a couple hours or something or two and a half hours. I think that's what you told me. And you were able to do what? I think we started Cosmic Rays. Tomorrowland. And one of the, just like, what, like the fast, what are they called? Fast service. Quick service restaurants in Tomorrowland, Cosmic Rays is like, I don't know why, but it's like one of my favorite restaurants in Magic Kingdom. And I was like, well, the other day that we're in Magic Kingdom, we're going to California Grill. So obviously we can't eat them. So let's just go to Cosmic Rays and then kind of figure out what we want to do for the night. Um, so we went there and we were checking the times on the app and stuff like that. And we're like, actually, it was it was impressively short, I think, on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot done. We started in Tomorrowland. We did that Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. Uh, I beat her. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then People um, Mover. Yep, so we did Fuzz Lightyear's People Mover, and then we sort of like lapped around the park, just sort of hopping on whatever it was a pretty yeah. short wait time. I think we wound up doing Big Thunder twice that night, right? Yeah. Because it was so short, it was literally just walk on. Jungle Cruise, which yeah. I haven't done in like several years, because I've never wanted to wait like the hour plus queue line for it. So it was like less than 15 minutes, so that was the walk on. I didn't really yeah. remember the change. I know they updated it, but I didn't really, I didn't know the difference. Yeah, there were definitely some new jokes. Took me by surprise. Um, but it was fun, it was nice, because uh, I usually ride the Jungle Cruise in the daytime, so it was pretty neat at night, too. Kind of had a different ambiance to it. I think that's all you guys were able to do that night. I think so, because yeah, we, we just did a lot of just, like like you said, just laughing to see, just running through and seeing like the bigger rides that usually have longer waits. And doing try, trying to do those, you know, while there was not that many people. Yeah, that way, the next time we're in Magic Kingdom, we could kind of take our time and just right enjoy ourselves without. Well, I, we gotta wait for an hour for this one. Gotta wait for forty minutes for this one. They're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. ten minutes. Let's do that now. That's five minutes. Let's do that now. Yeah. Kind of. Especially since we didn't do it. Park Hopper this yeah. time, and that was the first for us. I know, but I think it's kind of relaxing. Not when we always would get that, we felt like, oh, well, we need to go to more than one park today. Yeah. And this kind of give you the, gave you the freedom of like chilling a little bit, which I know you guys aren't used to doing a lot because you're trying to maximize your time. But yeah, especially because like in, we've always gone when it's warmer. And I mean, everybody says the crowds in January were low, but they really it didn't feel like it. Felt like there was a lot of people, but because of the weather was cool, it was still kind of rainy most of the time. Um, it was nice, like not having. Like we usually we go back like midday to change and stuff because it's so hot. We didn't have to do that this time, and like you said, it felt nice to not be thinking of okay, well, where are we gonna go later? But then you know we forgot all this stuff, so we just kind of like slowed down. Yeah, I was shocked at the crowds for when you guys were there because in years past that has been some of the slowest. I, I mean, I was there 2018, and so when we went with all the band moms and. It was nowhere near as crowded as it was. And we're trying to figure out, is it because of the 50th? 
Right. Or is this the new norm? Because mm-hmm. honestly, it's amazing how many resorts are booked up for October already. And I, I mean, October's busy, but again, it's not December and it's not the summertime, but um, there's very few resorts left to book to go in October. And so we're wondering like, is this a new norm for Disney? Kind of weird, but hopefully not. Hopefully it kind of dies off. Everybody sees the 50th stuff and then they're good to go. Um, I don't mind a little crowd, but I don't like feeling like a party. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it hard. That's why I like, I didn't want to, but we ended up doing the Genie Plus and Lightning Lane stuff like almost every day. Did you? Yeah, because I was, I mean, to me, I was like, well, I guess I'll do this because we didn't do Park Hopper. And it, once I figured it out, I could just book things back to back. So I didn't, didn't have to really wait that long. So right. as soon as I would go on one or I would keep a timer on my phone and okay, it's two hours. Let me book the next one. Yeah. To what was like walk on versus, you know, really long, like Haunted Mansion for some reason was over an hour. I know it was, I said, did we talk about Haunted Mansion too much? Cause I feel like now <laughs> everybody wants to go on Haunted Mansion and where before that used to be something we could ride two, three, sometimes four times in a trip just because we love it so much. I think Pirates was the same way. Pirates was a longer queue. I, think, I feel like the majority of the time that we looked, Pirates was pretty long. Mm-hmm. To the point, I think we just kind of wound up going near the tail end of our last day in Magic Kingdom just because we're like, we haven't seen this get any shorter. We're just going to have to wait the line out. Yeah. Then with like Small World, I mean, that it was, yeah. I think, projected at like 30 or 40 minutes, but it still moved pretty quick. I've never ridden Peter Pan because that line's still always super long. Just stuff like that. It's just interesting to see what, like, Peter Pan, or no, Pirates and Haunted Mansion used to be able to just walk on. Like, right multiple times a day now it was like no, why are all uh, these people here yeah. well jungle cruise we killed it because they made that movie and so people that watch the movie that had never rode jungle cruise now think they want to ride that so it's like that but it's we still haven't watched the movie because i was too cheap to pay for it now i think it's free on disney plus um but <laughs> i mean it's free with your account but that's what somebody was telling me oh we want to go on this because the movie i'm like it's not gonna be like the movie it's not like rock John, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's going to be on the boat with you. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we go to Sunday and then um, you guys didn't end up having a park day. So did you just like hang out? Go to Zizi Springs? No, we took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got up and the intention was, we were, I told you we were going to like potentially go look at other resorts, but we emptied out our room but because we drove we were like you know instead of having them transfer our stuff we'll just do it because they wanted my stuff you know right away i didn't know if they would wait a couple hours so we loaded up my car drove over to the tower figured out where to go but actually i realized that our room wasn't ready and i called the desk i called down to the front desk the night before i told them i was like you know we're switching to the tower but you know will our room be ready at 11 and they said yes well 11.15 came around, I didn't get anything. So I actually went, when we went into the tower, I went to the front desk and I told the woman, I said, you know, we have a California girl reservation at 5.50. You know, we would like to see when our room will be available so we can have enough time to get ready, you know, in our room versus a hotel bath, like a lobby bathroom and then go. And uh, I guess the way I asked so nicely and gave them enough time (laughs) <laughs> well, they're really, because she said, like, both of the guy and the girl said, thank you for giving us enough time. 
and being nice about it instead of like demanding a room right then. So they called and we waited a few minutes and they're like, yeah, we'll go ahead and put you in a room and you're on the 10th floor. And how many floors are there, 14? I think I, it's 16, but the top floor is the restaurant and the lounge. Yeah. And the ground floor is the lobby. So yeah, 14 floors of rooms. Yeah. Gotcha. We just got, we went up there to see what it was like and then pulled my car up front, unloaded and pushed it up. And then we were like, yeah, just let's just lay down and we ended up taking a nap. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was not I don't really, I don't want to go rushing somewhere and then realize we can't get back in time. And so did you guys have the prefix meal at California Grill because the 50th anniversary meal or whatever? Yeah. No. Um, it was good. Very good food. Yeah, I didn't realize it was fixed either, yeah. Um, It's neat though, you got like the menu, they gave us the menu to take home. We got it lying around here somewhere, because it's like a, there's some to hand it to us, and he's like, yeah, you can keep it, take it home. Little collectible. That's awesome. Yeah, and then, yeah, it was that, and then I like the little dessert, the 50th dessert sampler thing. All the tiny cakes. Yeah, it's good. I love when they do that, and I notice they're doing that at more restaurants because then you don't have to feel bad. If you you don't have to pick, they just give you a like two bite thing, and so you can each pick a bite and you you taste yeah. everything. You just well, share. I didn't get any. <laughs> what did I get? Creme brulee. Creme brulee. That's yeah. right. Well, she don't like creme brulee, and she oh didn't my gosh. Shake, so we both all just had our own thing. It's so good. They had peppermint one year when we were there. Joey got that peppermint creme brulee. It was pretty good. Well, this was a big night for you guys. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty nerve-wracking. Because uh, I propose at the California Grill. Uh, after the fireworks. After the fireworks. I chickened out a few times <laughs> before I did so. Um, and then at the very end, right after, after the fireworks, and like we're up on the, the balcony watching everything, and it's completely emptied out. And we had asked another couple to take pictures of us, and their hand, the lady's handing the phone back to Gina. And I'm like, oh no, I gotta do this now. I don't have another chance. <laughs> but I keep going back there. I'm like, wait, can you just take one more picture of us? And that's when I did it. Uh, I was very nervous afterwards. Yes, what hand it went off. I forgot I panicked. <laughs> um, it's okay. And, and my, I was all like shaky. And, and um, afterwards, she was making fun of me because she said that she could kind of tell the whole night because I was like. He was, I could just tell he was nervous. And then it was like 30 degrees that night. So it was cold. And I'm standing there like freezing, and he's like, "Man, I'm really sweaty. I'm like, it's <laughs> degrees out. <laughs> it's not hot. You're the only one saying that it's hot." And he just yeah. couldn't stop fidgeting, and I was like, "That was hot." Fireworks. Luckily, we saw them twice, so I could actually watch the next time. Um, That's awesome. Well, congratulations, you guys. I'm very excited for you. And then afterwards, the girl that um, took was- the, the the girl that had my phone that was taking pictures. She was there with her uh, boyfriend and told him that he has to propose like that or better and we walked back inside to go into the elevator to to leave and she like screamed that we got engaged like she was like my high they got engaged she she was telling everybody about Mm -hmm. it it was was really funny and then a bunch of people turned around and like the staff was like oh did you really and then people started clapping i was like oh geez because i don't like being i don't like attention really like uh uh, I just really enjoyed being the center of attention, so it was a little, um... It was like, okay, thanks, bye. experience, <laughs> but it was good. No fun. It was good because it was, 
a good experience, but it wasn't the castle. You know, the standard like propose <laughs> in front of the castle. Yeah, um, I, I really did. I mean, you're the first one that I know, and I'm sure other people have done it, but I think it's super unique. So I thought that was great that you did that. Yeah, no, he tells everybody, and then everybody says the same thing. I really think so. We were talking about that because um, when it happened, I think we recorded. I guess the next night or something, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, they got engaged! Put the California grill. How cool is that?" And everybody's <laughs> like, "I never heard of that before. What a unique place! That's so awesome!" And I'm like, "He's probably starting to fad now." Yeah. <laughs> you see, all you see on Instagram is like the castle proposal. Like, my aunt got proposed in front of the castle, so I'm like, and then he kept like leading up to the trip when I started talking to you about the schedule and looking at like the hours and stuff he kept asking so when are we going to magic kingdom when are we going and his work friends were helping him figure out when he should propose yeah like, i was going where. around asking everybody for advice that's okay so i knew before obviously before i did so i hope it and then i went you. in there like a couple days after the trip and then like everybody knew me yeah everyone's running out <laughs> like uh oh are you gina let me see the ring that's so <laughs> exciting congratulations like everybody that um everybody on my team Gina always likes to just blend in and not let anybody make a big deal. So I can see she probably got embarrassed. You've been like that since second grade, girl. I know. <laughs> Sam is the same way. <laughs> yeah, she is. I think she opened up a little bit more the older she got, though. So that's exciting. That was a great way on your second day of Disney. And then the next day you had a park day, but for the life of me, cannot think of what day it was. And I know I helped you. One day it was Epcot, and then that's when started to not feel good <laughs> yeah, oh man because uh we got there pretty early we got there i think right as the early entry thing yeah 8 like 30 i think it's uh, 9 30. yeah we got i think we got there after the early entry but before the official park opened so it was still pretty empty and it was neat because is that the day that we came from the back no that was the last trip that's okay. the best way to do it yeah but because we got there early enough and we went straight for the world showcase it was still like kind of waking up you could say and it wasn't super crowded so the first like two or three pavilions that we went through was uh it was very quiet and we had time to kind of soak it all in without the crowds um so that was really cool mm -hmm. um like what our favorite thing to do for the the events and the showcase with all the pavilions is to like we'll both look at the menu and pick one thing and then we'll try to do one or two pavilions at a time and then stop somewhere to eat we both try everything um especially if one of us doesn't like one thing that we got, then the other one will eat it. And I don't drink, so he likes to taste that stuff, the drinks, but I just well, I like- I didn't really do that this trip. Yeah. There was, cause when we went during the food and wine festival, it was, uh, it's crazy. There's a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff to try. Uh, but the art festival was less on the, the drink side and more on the uh, really artsy snacks. Yes. Stuff for you to like eat while you're browsing the um, little showcase tents and stuff did you guys buy any art while you were there we didn't um no because we had the full day in epcot and then we because we like to do epcot in two days so then on the second day we only ended up we had to do that as a half day because that's when he that's when really was wasn't feeling sick, good which so he kept having to stop because he just he was coughing a lot and being in those tents they were so tight like i, I mean i ran through but um, we thought we were going to come back that evening, and then we didn't, because he just, he got worse when we got back. Well, to yeah, the... when you told me that you're not going to be able to go back to your reservation, I was like, yeah, dun, dun, dun. 
So there was stuff he still wanted to do, and he wanted to have Teppanito for dinner, and oh, that's right. it was just hard. Yeah. And I didn't want to buy art too early because I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this if I try to go on rides, or you know, I'd be more worried about break, like bending it and ruining whatever it was. So. Right. I got it. Well, I am sorry about that part. Fortunately, because I didn't try to push through it, I think it kind of helped the rest of the trip, though. Because, you know, went home, had medicine, rested, and then I was able to enjoy the rest of the trip instead of making myself sicker. So that was good, at least. So you guys went to Hollywood Studios. Well, how was that? I didn't really like it. Um, we finally did the Rise of Skywalker. That's your sister. Rise of whatever. Rise of... <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> the um, one that Vicky still not rode after four trips. But yes, go ahead. Well, because because the last time we were there, they were still doing the virtual queue, and we were like in one of the reserves, backup boarding group, and we didn't think that we would get it, and we were all kind of slowing down, and we were like, well, there's not really anything else we have to do at, at this park, so rather than standing around waiting for an hour and a half, hoping we get lucky, let's just go back to the resort for the night. And as soon as we got back to the resort, like 10 minutes, I think, 15 minutes before the, the park yeah. closed, we got the notification that we uh, were ready to board. Oh, no. But this year, we actually managed to ride, and it was actually really cool. Mm. I don't talk about it too much because you said you haven't ridden it. You're not spoiling me. I don't know Star Wars as well as some people, but my son, he chose to skip dinner one night and stayed after the, he got in line, you know, because if you get in line before the park closes, they have to let you ride it. So he got in line and he got to ride it and he told us all about it. So feel free to share with the guys, with the listeners. It was really, really cool. First off, the part of the queue is like interactive, which makes it feel a little bit shorter than it actually is. Cause there's like, you know, just like a lot of the other stars where there's like a little video thing. And then there's like a little, one of the cast members is like, uh, Interrogation. Interrogating you, like taking you to the interrogation room and stuff. Um, and the queue itself was really neat. Uh, but the, honestly, the ride, I would say out of like those new trackless rides that Disney's doing, Rise of the Resistance <laughs> is, I would say, probably my favorite of them. Between like that one, the Runaway Railroad, the new Ratatouille ride. Um, I think that's, I think that's it. it. But the Rise of the Resistance was, was probably my favorite of it. Um, it was it was actually really cool. I wasn't expecting it to be as neat as it was. I like where like at one point you're you're going forward and then you go backwards and you feel the the car lock in and then all of a sudden you like shoot I think it was down really quick. Yes, yeah, I was not expecting like that drop. Elevator, I was, yeah. it, was, it was kind of embarrassing, but I was like, whoop, like when we were in the ride. Yeah, I, that was because one of our friends um, that teaches with us was going in October and she didn't get to ride it the last time because they couldn't get in because then it was virtual queue only at that point. And um, she didn't get one. And so she's like, so those of you that wrote it, do you think that I can ride this pregnant? Or do you think that they're gonna like see that I maybe have a little bump and they're not gonna let me go? Well, then somebody was like, there's this little drop and we don't think that's a good idea. So she didn't get to ride it again. Oh. So. She just had her baby though, so now she can ride that one again. Well, next time, next time she can ride it. I mean, yeah. I was—I guess I was glad that I woke up because I woke up at like 6:50 that morning. Every time I wanted to do like one of the lightning lane things, um, and I managed to get it right then at seven. I mean, I guess I'm glad I paid for that one because I was—even though I don't understand Star Wars or like it—I could understand the hype. I would never wait three hours in line for it. 
No. I just don't like, I don't even like standing in line for an hour, but it was, it was neat. It was neat. Yeah. You could always call Mr. Burroughs and he would give you from the beginning of Star Wars time till now. Like he can tell you anything you ever wanted to know. That's one of our teachers that Tina knows. I, I used to be able to do that, but it's been a few years for me. Yeah, I mean, other than that, in Hollywood Studios, we did the Indiana Jones show. I was glad that opened back up. I did a light, li- lightning lane for Runaway Railway, whatever, Runaway Railroad. <laughs> it was, I mean, at the end, we were like, you know, we shouldn't have spent a whole day here because there just, there's not that much to do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because we don't have kids. I think but... it's change, they kind of changed the theming of Hollywood Studios. Because back when it was MGM Studios, and it was all about like kind of the the idea of like the backstage behind the magic kind right. of stuff. And it was really cool. Maybe it's just rose tinted glasses for me because I was young, but it was probably my second favorite park behind Epcot because of being able to see all that. Like the what was it? The there was that the backlot the thing, the backlot yeah. tour. Yes, that was amazing. Life Motors action. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that one. Um, and then there was the where the like the kind of kids places now it used to be like a like an animation thing. And you could go meet the characters. Yeah, and all that. So I think I think it's neat what they're doing. It's just kind of sad to me what they got rid of to do it with. So right. I mean, honestly, for me, we basically we do rock and roller coaster because that's got a special place in my heart. Because when I was, gosh, I don't know. Like 12 or 13, there was one when they were still doing extra magic hours. It might have been one of the first years that they were doing that. I was there with my family, and my dad and I rode that kind of the same way that you were saying about Space Mountain, like over and over and over again one night. That's fun. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? No. No, she doesn't like any of the, the coasters. No. She's lucky that Expedition Everest was closed for refurbishment because that's the one that I drag around a lot. Yeah. Um, you should just take motion sickness medicine. No, it's not even that. I just don't like like it. Like the and especially the way I had my hair, I had it like in a lower bun, so I couldn't lean back and like like hold your head, my head the way I wanted to. So I was like forcing it against the headrest, and then there I was I was trying to not talk about how much I didn't want to ride it because there was a younger girl behind me, and her mom was telling her how awesome the ride was gonna be, and the girl was terrified, and I was she's like the mom's looking at me, she's like, isn't this ride awesome? I was like. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I told the girl, I was like, trust me, just if you, if you don't like it, just close your eyes. It'll be over in a couple seconds. And I, I watched her walk out of the ride and left that in standing tears, but... She was pretty close. Her face was still pretty red. I was internally screaming because I tell him every time we're in the ride, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I was like, I don't want this little girl to hear it. And then she had a panic attack, you know, right before she walks on. So. You just got to laugh. Mr. Mr. Brad rides it. If he can ride it, anybody can ride it. That's what I told her. I was like, if I can do this, you can do it. We'll be okay. We'll get through this together. Hope they didn't take her on Dinosaur. Holy cow. Yeah, that was rough. I love Dinosaur, but people, I always, if you have children younger than six, I recommend that you watch it. Even if you have some that are kind of squeamish, you need to let them watch the video before you take them on that ride. I still, like, I'm 27 years old. Doesn't really bother me anymore. But I still like the first, the last like 15, 20 seconds of that ride, I just closed my eyes. Because <laughs> when I was little, it scared the heck out of me. And there's still some sort of like in the back of my head retained memory, retained yeah. memory from that. So like we get like the last 20 seconds of the ride, I'm just like, nope. And I close my eyes and I wait for it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, um, so did you ride Tower of Terror also? No. No. I don't like straight drops. Do it's funny because I, I really like roller coasters. 
but just the straight drop, I really don't like. I, I wrote it once with my parents one year because my dad loves it. And I, I walked out of the, the ride and I said, all right, I'm never doing that again. My dad said, well, you gave it a shot. And I was like, yup. And uh, I never wrote it again. I hate it. That's, um, that was one of Joey's favorites. And I felt bad. I didn't want him to have to write things by himself. So I took one for the team and <laughs> wrote it with him. And I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? Like I could pass it by if I had to or whatever, but every year he'd want to get back on it. Well, I, we did a whole um, episode on that about Tower of Terror and how when it started, it only had three drops. And then people were like, oh, this is not exciting enough. We need more, uh, we need to not know and the unexpected of not knowing how many drops. And so that's why it's random now. So sometimes it's three drops, sometimes it's four. It can go all the way up to six drops. So we probably did this for four or five years. And then the, um, I think it was 2018, we got on there with Joey and it dropped all six times. And when we got off that ride, Joey was like, yeah, I don't need to ride that ride anymore. And so he has not rode it since then. So I rode it, but he hasn't. We mutually agree that we don't ride that ride, but instead, cause it was raining that day. Um, so a lot of like the indoor stuff, people were just like cramming into to get right. out of the rain. So, I mean, we, we walked in and out of everything that we could. We did the- We did my provision. Yeah, we did Muppet Vision. We watched that Bell, the Beauty and the Beast sing-along thing that's right by Tower of Terror. How did you like the socially distanced version? Sat there like he was like, I was torturing him. He no, says, but I mean, did you notice the socially distanced version? Yeah, I did notice that. Oh, and they're I mean, six feet away, but they're supposed to be like, she's supposed to be crying on and Joey. It drove Joey crazy. I was just wondering what anybody else thought. Doing that in Lion, the Lion King show is the same way. I noticed that like they they wanted to be near each other, but everybody was like spreading out. So other than that, I mean, Hollywood studios have, we were like, this was okay, but we didn't want to, we didn't have anything else to do. So. And it is really sad. Um, I, we are with you, Ryan, because we really miss, well, Joey loved Life Motors action. So we always saw that. And the backlot tour, we just remember doing our very first trip. And I think it's a memory thing for us. And I just, there's so much ground that Disney owns. I don't understand why they couldn't have just pushed back a little bit, although it's really close to Epcot. Hence why you can see the Morocco from the Hollywood Tower of Terror. So, yeah. Especially if you don't like Star Wars like me, I just, I'm like, I mean, I'll do Star Tours. Then we did Rise. We haven't done Smuggler's Run, but other than that, it's like all Star Wars. I don't know if I'd enjoy Smuggler's Run because it sounds like it's something that you have to like work with the other people in the experience and i'm not exactly mr sociable <laughs> so um i'm okay with just uh skipping you know skipping that one and uh experiencing it virtually well that's when you take two other friends or at least two or three friends with you you know take some friends with you <laughs> i don't have those now i heard you say that you had some friends give you tips before you got engaged oh, and... co-workers <laughs> You know. I'm sure that you could adopt some friends for a week <laughs> or you go and we're going to be there and then we'll write it with you. But it is a really fun experience though. Kaylee and I wrote it before we took Joey and Brad on there because we wanted to see if we thought they would like it. And then we did. And Kaylee was a pilot both times. She was not very good the first time, but she got better on the second ride. When we went on Star Tours, not this trip, but the one in May, um, especially when the 
They were still really heavy on the mask mandate. They restarted the ride five times because people could not keep their mask on as soon as the lights would turn out. Yep. And being like in that tiny little box with the mask on, I was getting aggravated because I was like, I'm gonna take this off, I'm gonna get out of here. It's really hot in here. And they just, people couldn't follow the rules. Imagine that. He was like, it's not hard. And then everybody turns around and looks at each other, like who's doing it? Who's doing it? Who's breaking the rules? And nobody wants to own up to it, so. Too bad they didn't have a camera in there. Well, they had to have, if they knew that. Yeah, they did. It's just I'm they, amazed they, that they didn't want to escort them out or something. Because they said, like, if I have to have, if I have to tell you again, we're going to ask you to leave. But they said it like two or three times. So mm-hmm. there's either a whole bunch of pe- different people doing it or they didn't want to cause problems with escorting them off the ride. Yeah. Interesting. And what do we have for dinner? I don't remember. Did you go to Sci-Fi? No. No, we didn't want to go in there. We didn't do the commissary because I put my foot down because we go there every single time and I didn't want to this time. We did. Isn't there's a isn't there a backlot? Oh, there's yeah by the what's it called like the backlot express or something like that. Yes, it is called that because I didn't know why they didn't change the name. Because we went there like as soon as it opens. Yeah, we just weren't quite impressed with the dining options in Hollywood Studios because we don't like to sit down. We don't like like sixties Americana. There's not really like a whole lot of options. Brown, Brown Derby's really good, but obviously that's a Brown Derby, and I don't think either of us are really looking for uh, yeah. that level of experience that night, so. You didn't want somebody to tell you not to put your elbows on the table at 50s prime time? <laughs> Joey likes to go there because the weird child that I have, he's pretty picky, but he loves their meatloaf. Mm-hmm. He always gets meatloaf and peanut butter and jelly shake. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gross. It's actually pretty good, I gotta tell you. I was surprised. He made me drink some of it. He's like, just drink this. I promise it's really good. <laughs> and so then, did you guys go to Animal Kingdom? It's all running together now at this point. We did. Yeah, we did that we on did Wednesday. One day yeah. for Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And then two days for Epcot and like Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. So Wednesday was Animal Kingdom. Still raining. Not as bad though. And honestly, yeah. Animal Kingdom is kind of. I like Animal Kingdom just because it's so big and kind of damp and stuff. When it's when it's a little overcast, not like raining, but kind of drizzly. Um, but obviously, the downside of it is all the animals are like out of the rain. Right. Being in the park itself, I've always kind of enjoyed when it's like that. And we did the safari twice. Yep, it was really cool. Second time, there was a rhino that walked in front of us for yes, a while. I saw your picture. And then stopped. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now we're just gonna sit here. Yeah. I swear it was the same rhino from two years ago. <laughs> and they have a lot of bait. There was like a couple of baby rhinos, giraffes, elephant, I think. It was cute because like I watched the documentary on Disney Plus and it's neat to see a lot of, to remember the stuff that they taught in the documentary and then see it again. It is fun. And I don't, I try to encourage people to do that, especially if they have kids before they go. Cause I think it's a cool opportunity for the kids to be like, oh, I saw that on, the Disney Plus channel or whatever. We got the same driver. Did you? Same driver Yeah, we went the same driver yeah. both times, which is pretty funny. It, was it a good driver, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Did you guys watch Kite Tales? Yeah, we... I forgot what time... We were, like, doing something else, and I realized that, you know, it was the last show, and so we ran over there, and we didn't sit down. We stood, like, in the back, but it was just enough that I could still see it. I thought that was interesting. It's really... I thought it was... Odd that, you know, they make them crash in the stands. Right. Well, that's because the first day they crashed into the trees and they had to shut the thing down, so... That's awkward. 
so they had to develop a new because one of the vloggers that I watched was there at the very first show and he's like well there was a problem <laughs> and then the next time that they showed it that's they have a whole area that where they put the pipes they put it um they blocked it off so people couldn't sit there mm-hmm. and they have them crash which is interesting and you guys didn't eat there either did you or did you get yak and yeti you got yak and yeti we had the flame tree barbecue to start i had ribs for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, because I had snacks and stuff in the room, but by the time we both got up and, like, got into a park, we were like, we're hungry. Yeah. So, you know, what it else do we eat other than ice cream? So. It was pretty neat, though, because the park is starting to do some of, like, the pop-up entertainment. Yeah. But, no, there was, like, a band yeah. playing, and then it got people dancing in the front. and Which was really neat because, um, obviously, the last time we were there, they weren't doing a whole lot of that. Um, which is, is, but it's always something I've really enjoyed is that sort of like organic entertainment that you just sort of stumble across. Hey, that seating back there in the back of Lame Tree, did you guys go back in the back back to sit? Um, it was kind of, well, yeah, I guess it was in the back because it was underneath a big like pavilion. Yeah, yeah, under a big pavilion. Yeah, and it's just so nice and shaded back there. Mm-hmm. And I really do like the whole mobile ordering thing. Yes. Yeah. Holy cow. Cause like the other trips, obviously we've been a handful of times in the last two, just, it's nice to not sit there and have to like talk loudly to somebody to tell them what you want or stand there and figure it out around other people. And then, you know, so when we were on a bus or something, I could say, okay, well, are we gonna eat here? And we'd look at the menu or no, I don't want this, I want this. And then just order it. And as you know, we're a couple feet away of just clicking that we're there and just walking up to get it. That was, I hope they don't take that away. Well, I think even for the cast members, I think it's better mm-hmm. because they can say, let me see your phone if your food's ready because you can't go in and sit places like Satuli Canteen. We would have never got a seat before they did it this way. Now we just show them our food's ready and we go in there and we find a table every time and we're like, this would have never happened before. Especially when you go in and you order and then there's so many people that you can't turn around. Yeah. Your you get food. your food and you're like... And then people are like just figuring out where you're supposed to go or running into. It's nice to just like it all be open. Right. I don't know if you guys ate at Casey's Corner, but it's so nice with the mobile order now. Because Casey's Corner, literally, I always I just wanted to be out of there. And I'm not like that. That's more Brad than me. I'm more people person. I'm like, whatever. But we would get in there with the food and I'd be holding the train. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be wearing this food before I ever get out of here. Yeah. So yeah, mobile ordering is the way to go. And that was an early park closure, so we yeah, we did the safari. I booked Flight of Passage, which um, I don't, I didn't really like it. Did you not? No. I completely, it's, it's so embarrassing, but I completely missed what kind of ride it was. I thought it was an actual, like, on track, like, like a coaster. Oh. I don't know how. I, like, completely missed it, but we went in there and we sat on the thing and, I'm like, wait, it's just like a, you know, like a, like a VR thing? What? <laughs> Yeah, and he said he, he had a problem seeing, he didn't realize it was in 3D. Yeah, and it's because I have glasses, and obviously they the 3D glasses don't really fit over glasses. So it kind of, like, messed with me whenever it was, like, a, the screen was, like, video is actually moving. I mean, it was neat. I mean, but... it's, like, soaring with the, the yeah. smells and everything. But I just, I didn't realize that I had to be fully, like, constrained down. So every time it would move forward, I would like do whatever I can could to like sit up. So I didn't 
I just didn't like that feeling in my stomach that I, I was like, I don't know what this is doing. It's like swaying back and forth really fast. So, I mean, so, it wasn't bad. I just, I mean, the ride itself was cool. I'll say mm-hmm. that, like being on your Banshee? weird Pandora bird <laughs> thing, whatever it's called. It, like, like the the ride, like it felt like the animal was breathing because it had like the lungs under your knees, um, and it was really responsive, and it was like it was really neat. I just somehow completely missed what kind of ride it actually was. Right. Um, and the type of ride it is, I I would I would ride it again, but with the way the wait times are, um, I would probably not do so. Uh, until or unless they kind of died down a little bit. So here's the secret, similar to what Joey did. Uh, when we were there with our friends, um, it was before Fast Passes came back and they were only at 30% capacity. We all rode it and we only had to wait like 20 minutes that day. And basically that was the whole line because that line's so long. Yeah. And, um, but then they wanted to ride it again and the line was longer because it was towards the end of the day. But they were in line at 5.59 and the park was closing at 6. They had to let them in. And then they only had to wait like 10 or 15 minutes and they were on it again. So they got to ride it. So the same thing is just get in line at the end of the night because they're not going to push you out of the line. They're going to let you ride it. We did that for Splash Mountain, I think, the last yeah. last trip. Oh, May. yeah. Yeah. We were just in line just while it was closing. Because but... it was... Did we know it was going to be closed when we came back? I think so. I, I think we found out it was going to be closed when we came back. So we were like, let's ride it one more time just in case. Or before they did the re-theme. I don't think we knew yeah. about the refurb, the one that they just did. But Well, it really wasn't a big one. They mostly just did mechanical stuff, which is making us wonder if they're getting ready to do the re-theming complete. Because like, there's stuff that usually they would have painted or whatever, but it, there was no real... like Guests were taking pictures and posting them on social media and saying, I thought they just refurbed this. So from what they could tell, it was just the mechanical stuff that they refurbed. We were walking over there too and it being so quiet and not hearing the water go down that um, drop like you see, because you know, every few seconds you'd hear screaming. Right. The only thing in that corner was big thunder. So there's like a lot less people. I was going to say, I think that's why you guys got to ride that so much because that was shut down. And I think a lot of times people go to Splash and then they're like, Oh, what's this? Let's climb on here, and then they get on Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, there's a pretty good amount that when we were there, though, like uh, temporary closures. I think one of the days we were at Epcot, Test Track, test track closed a couple times. Yeah. One of them, Test Track closed like right after we rode it. Like we got off the ride, and they were turning people away from the line. Yeah. So we got kind of lucky there. I'm glad they brought the the car, like the part the, the design your back. car. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. In May, that was weird to just stand in that room and not do anything. I know. We had to do that in October, too. Oh. And then, yeah, we had Yak Yeti for dinner at Animal Kingdom. That was good. We got that shaker. Yeah, they were doing this, like, Next like show. a margarita shaker, like a collectible, like, margarita shaker you could take home. Uh-huh. So I got one of those. It's in a garage somewhere because I don't, like, make margaritas at home. Yeah, it's just a gold shaker with the lid, and this is Yak and Yeti yeah. in white on it. That's cool. They, they give you the drink in that and then tell you you can take it home. Yeah, and from what it looked like on the menu, it was like there were four of them, and like different restaurants had different ones. Like, I think Yak and Yeti had one. Did the Rainforest Cafe have one? I think maybe. I don't remember. 
Um, <laughs> but pretty neat. But I will say though, anybody that goes and you need like something delivered, Instacart was amazing. Oh, I know. Having a Chase card, I didn't even realize it, but I logged in on the app and having a Chase card, they did free delivery with no minimum. So like I would order something like medicine for him while I was laying in bed. And then 30 minutes later, it was at Bell Services. And the driver was like keeping me updated the whole time or substituting or letting me know what they could and could not find. So that I didn't, we didn't do it for groceries because I did that. We, we were driving, we brought that stuff down with us, but right. the humidifier and medicine, I was like, I'm not going to drive off property for this. I'll just have somebody, I'll just have somebody bring it to me. That was nice. Very nice. Those people are making bank because they put that Amazon building close by, Instacart, Walmart delivery, Target delivery there. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so close to like all of the parks. I don't think I did till we stayed there either. Because like Animal Kingdom was, I think, the only one we had trouble with because the bus was like 20 minutes late and there were buses coming for every park but Animal Kingdom. So, like I said, we didn't have park hoppers, so we like slowed it down and we got to do more this trip than I think we have before. Like seeing different rides and shows that we hadn't been on before. My parents, whenever they go, really like to plan everything out pretty much to the minute. So now I go on my own and I'm like, I don't need to stick to a schedule. There's obviously a couple things that you have to make reservations for because obviously you're not doing them. Right. But outside of that, it's nice to just go kind of at our own pace. And it's one thing we always agree on. It's like, let's, you know, make a reservation or two, but, and then the Genie Plus thing. But other than that, let's just like watch the app Wander. and do whatever. It's really more fun. And you guys know you're going to go back eventually anyway. <laughs> um, well, that's what we just come to realize. Um, Kaylee and I were rotten last year because we went in February on a girl's trip and then we went in October on a girl's trip and then we went at Christmas and then a couple, I guess it was the beginning of the year, Kaylee was like, man, we're not going back to Disney until October this year. How are we going to do that? And I was like, well, actually, I'm going back in September, but that's another story. <laughs> Well, he said, let's go somewhere on our next vacation. Let's I, go somewhere I would like else. to do something else is because we've been to Disney like four times in six years. So I said, let's compromise and let's go to Disneyland. That doesn't <laughs> I told her Disneyland as long as we drive. And she said, absolutely not. No. All right. Well, thank you guys. And I would love to have you on again. You go to Disney World um, or Disney Cruise or Vero Beach or wherever you guys decide to go to Disney related. Yeah. I appreciate all your help. Yeah. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Oh, of course. It was. It's fun for me to. It kind of makes me feel like I'm on my on the trip with you. Thank you. <laughs> so, a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapepodcast at gmail.com or text us at six three six three nine five zero five four four. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text me at six three six three nine five zero five four four. You can make a ticket and resort reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Have a good evening. Disney love, everybody. Have a magical day, my friends.